Welcome to Duo Chat with Brittany and Cynthia, where we talk about drama shows from shows ranging from the 90s to today. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Cynthia. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 11, titled Barefoot at Cape Fest, air date January 12th, 2000. And? Well, no. Can you believe we're in 2000 finally? Yeah, I know. We're not in... 99. Mm-hmm. Whole new century. Yes. And look, everybody survived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And the synopsis is? Dawson experiences an, indi- an identity, identity crisis. Yes. When Nikki, who happens to be Principal Green's daughter, arrives in Cape Side and gives Dawson advice on being an inspiring director like her. Dawson won't open up to Joey about his parents' divorce. Meanwhile, during a weekend outdoor concert, Jack's first efforts... To hit on another guy or rebuffled or rebuffed when the guy Ethan only wants to be friends. Elsewhere in the camp, Jen realizes that she may have passed up the chance at something special with Henry. Also, Pacey and Andy uncomfortably find themselves both taking part of the school play with Pacey as the leading role and Andy as the assistant director. So we started the episode off with Dawson and Joey at school. And then um yeah, so did you yeah. find it funny that Dawson and Joey were like, you know, going to the film class thing because they yeah. had to go pick up whatever it was. The camera. Yeah. And it was funny because Nikki's there checking it out and Nikki has it checked out for four straight weeks. Yeah. I love that part because it means Dawson can't check it out. Mm-hmm. And there was only a one week maximum too. But somehow she got four. Probably because nobody else films. So yeah. the teacher was probably like, nobody uses this camera. You might as well use it. Mm-hmm. That's probably what the teacher was thinking. Yeah. Plus, she is the principal's daughter, so mm-hmm. she's going to get whatever she wants because the teacher is going to be afraid he's going to get fired if he says no to her. But I feel like if Dawson would have just told the teacher, like, hey, can I have this for like a week? I feel like the teacher could have separated it a little so mm-hmm. that... She wouldn't have it the whole four weeks. Yeah. But the problem is he didn't go to the teacher. He was just going to rent it on his own instead of going to the teacher. And wouldn't the teacher have said it's rented for four weeks? Yeah. So why didn't he just go to the teacher? I don't know. We don't even see the teacher. I know. I I don't even know who the teacher is. I wrote the name somewhere in my notes. Yeah, but from season one teacher to season three teacher... There are two different teachers. And then there's also Nicole for a minute, too. Yeah, so I, I, don't, know who, now. So mm-hmm. I don't know who the teacher would be if they even showed. Probably a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go through a lot of teachers on the show. Yep. And then Dawson's trying to, you know, talk to Nikki about getting it sooner. And then well, she said... Of course, he's not going to get it sooner. She's making a film. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, her films are clearly better than his. Yeah. Yeah, so I just liked when she said filmmaking is not fast food, Dawson. You can't rush it. Well, the thing I think that's where Dawson gets it wrong is because his films are rushed and he doesn't take the time to actually write them mm-hmm. and film them where she's taking the, all the time in the world. Yeah. If it takes her two years, it takes her two years, but the film's going to be good. For him, he wants it done in two days. There's a difference. Yeah, like we never really see him finish anything. Well, yeah, but we yeah we never see him like do a lot of prep either. Like we saw him type <clears throat> his script, uh, yeah, yeah, like one script and that was it. But I feel like that would be a longer process and they're showing it definitely. Yeah, it would take at least a couple months. Mm-hmm. His was an episode, and in the episode he was already filming, mm-hmm. and you know that was only like a week to week process. So. It took him half of a week to write a script. Yeah. Well, that must mean that your script really is bad because I feel like the most successful writers take longer than a half a week. Yeah. To write a movie. Even a short movie. Yeah. And he's not accomplished. So, yeah. And if he really wants to be a writer and director, he might want to work on that. Because isn't this supposedly his fourth one now? I'm not well and that's just what we've seen. Who knows how many he's done before before. Yeah. But obviously they're not that good. Yeah. 
Because everybody has had problems with each movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Jack and Jen are in the grocery store, um, I didn't like that the music, I don't know if it's because I'm old or whatever, but the music was like overpowering the scene. I like I couldn't that. really hear them talk. Uh, it was just too much like of the music, like turn down the music or put no music in the scene because it was very hard for me to understand what Jack and Jen were talking about because the music was just too much for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it's probably because I have subtitles so I can always tell what they're saying, but... I couldn't. I was like, don't know what they just said. <laughs> yeah, there are some shows and movies that tend to do that for some reason. But why would you do it? The scene did not need music. Yeah, I don't know. And plus, I just want to hear them talk. Mm-hmm. And um, what's wrong with Captain Crunch? I didn't even write down the cereals, but yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what the first one was, but I was like, Captain Crunch? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with Captain Crunch? Mm-hmm. I love Captain Crunch. Yeah. I used to eat that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I would still eat it now. Like, wh- what's wrong with the cereal? Jen had an, had an issue with the cereal. She, I guess she made him put the boxes back. And I was like, well, first of all, she's acting like he's a little two-year-old mm-hmm. that he's getting like all stealing all the candy mm-hmm. you know putting it all in the cart yeah and really and then she was making fun of his oh you really are andy's brother and it's like but what's wrong with captain crunch <laughs> that was the whole thing i'm like well then i must be related to andy and jack too because i like captain crunch i guess because she saw it wasn't he- like healthy so compared to the other cereal i don't care i don't care most foods are bad for you anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. the stuff she probably eats are bad for you, too. She just doesn't know it yet. Yeah, and I don't think we even... We don't really see them eat anything really in the show. No. Anyways. Um, what... what like, what's your favorite cereal? Um, it's like a tie between Pretty Pebbles and Frosted Flakes. Hmm. Is Captain Crunch yours, or...? No, I like Apple Jacks. Mm. And then Ethan walked in, the guy that yeah. Jack met on the train. Did you like Ethan? <laughs> yeah, but I felt like he was like kind of being vague with Jack and the whole thing. Like them getting to know one another and then uh, Jack ended up being let on without realizing. Yeah, I didn't really like him in this episode. Mm-hmm. And plus, I mean, just because there's a gay guy in town, which... Keep in mind, Jack has said mm-hmm. previously that just because there's a gay guy doesn't mean he need like people need to set him up. Right. Well, again, just because there's an, a gay guy in town does not mean Jack should date him. Mm-hmm. You should get to know him before you date him because maybe you don't like him. Yeah. Like his personality or maybe he's just a bad person. You don't know. But yet Jack in this episode is like, oh, like, you know, acting like they're going to be together. Why? Just because he's the only gay guy in town? Mm-hmm. No. Like, you just, it's weird how he just, an episode or two ago, he just went on about it. And then now it's like he's basically taking it all back and doing it himself. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, you you were the one who was totally against it. And then now you're good with the only gay guy in town you're going to go after? Mm-hmm. Okay. Doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to get to know the person. Right. Not just jump right to it. I mean, did you like their storyline in this um, episode? No, not really. I mean, think about it. So you invite them to that. What is it? Like, I'm old. What is it? It's just like a town festival. It's like, um, we didn't really see any acts perform those of thing too, but um, we just saw Henry sing. Um, it's like just, um, I can't think of the name. The biggest thing every year. Festival. Coachella. There you go. Yeah, kind of like a Coachella thing, just a lot smaller for Cape Side. Cape since Side. It's a, yeah, it's a Cape small Side, town. Cape Side's version. Yeah, so basically like that. Like I said, we didn't see any acts. We just saw them all hang out. And it basically was just like a, a camp episode because there was no acts besides Henry. But he was just like, he wasn't even like the act. one of the acts. Yeah, he was just messing around with his guitar that he brought with him. So, um, so uh, yeah, so it's weird because like, you know, Where's the guy? Okay, the Ethan. That's his name, right? Ethan. Mm-hmm. Was he like staying in the tree? I guess. Because did you know? I think. Well, was... I think he was. I thought he maybe he was using the tree branch as like um, 
I don't know, tents, just like a something to give it like we had to put the tent over the branch hmm. like to stabilize it or whatever. But it was I don't just, know. He's he's just like sitting up in the tree. Yeah, like Tarzan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when Jack comes up. Yeah. And then when they come back from their walk, walk. Mm-hmm. he's like, oh, my stuff is gone. I'm like, but you were up in the tree. It's not like you were in your tent. Right. I'm like, I, I guess I really didn't notice if he even had a tent laying around because mm-hmm. of, he was up in the tree. So like they kind of just mm-hmm. put the camera up, you know. Yeah, because I don't like really. The view was up him, with him yeah. in the tree. It wasn't really with his stuff lying around. Yeah, you didn't really see anything on no, the, I only on the noticed floor or ground. Him in the tree. Yeah, so. But I mean, I wasn't surprised that his stuff was gone. Well, I was yeah. surprised like everything was gone, but he did walk away. They did, we don't we know don't, how long, but they exactly. walked away. Do not walk away from your stuff. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to be by. Why couldn't they? Okay. You know, they had, they had a walk and talk. Why couldn't they just do it there? Yes. So he can watch his stuff. Yeah. Because obviously Jen is watching her stuff. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't he watch his? Right. And then just talk there. Yeah, and then apparently that wasn't Ethan's first time even there, so he should have known not to walk <laughs> away. There's thieves around? And yeah. I was thinking, I was like, there's thieves in Cape Side? <laughs> Cape Side. So, yeah. Um, But, like, their story, story was kind of just, I don't know, dull. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because they don't have chemistry, so it, it was yeah. just kind of, like, definitely, like, a setup. Like, mm-hmm. just throw these two together. Yeah. Even though it doesn't make any sense. And Ethan um, seems kind of older, too. Well, Ethan was making me mad because, like, Jack was, you know, he's like, oh, like, to Jack, how do you know you're gay if you've never kissed a guy? And and then, you know, they're going through their walk. And then, you know, Jack invites him to stay in Jen's tent um, and kicks Jen out. And then it's weird because, like, the guy, you know, they're both in the tent and the guy just goes right to sleep. Yeah. And Jack's like, uh, I thought we we're going to like stay up and talk a little and get to know each other. And and then it's weird because like the next morning he's like telling Jack, oh, you're not going to ask me for my number. Yeah. It's like, but you literally shot him out the night before. Mm-hmm. And Jack even like brings it up and he's like, well, I was just tired. OK, if you really like somebody, mm-hmm. you're not you don't care how tired you are. Right. You're going to want to stay up all night long and talk to the person. Yeah. And that will also indicate if you like the person, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to be with them is actually spending time with them. Yeah. But the fact that Ethan was just playing it so hot and cold, mm-hmm. it was so annoying to me. Yeah, me too. I didn't like it. And then, um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I just did not like Ethan in this episode. Either, yeah. But I mean, that's really all their storyline. But I did think it was funny that when they were in the tent right before Ethan went to sleep mm-hmm. um, and they were talking about Jen and Jack and he was like, because Jack's like, yeah, you know, we were set up to go to a school or and then Ethan's like, oh, school dance. Oh, is that where, you know, you r- learned you were gay? And I'm like, no, that's not where Jack learned he was gay. Because remember, he kissed Joey and he was after Joey. Yeah. I was like, and he kind of, Jack kind of played like. Yeah, that's when. And I'm like, but Jack, no, it's not. You got punched by Dawson mm-hmm. because you liked Joey. Maybe he was too embarrassed to say that. I know. But that's like the timeline is mm-hmm. that's not yeah. really when. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, he really was yeah. interested in Joey. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's not when. But OK, I guess we'll go with it because that's what the writers told us to do. Mm hmm. Yeah, so either way, I just I think them being friends is good for now at least. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything more to say about them? No, it's just that um uh bring his name, Ethan. Um he did point out that, you know, when it comes to figuring out your sexuality it doesn't matter who you sleep with, you know, it's just all about the moments that you have with a person and I agree. Because sexuality is definitely not black and white. There's a lot of different layers to it that all come at their own pace in their own time. You can't rush anything or you can't force anything. So, Oh, and then when they were walking, Jack mm-hmm. and Ethan. Yeah. Um, Jack's, or Ethan's like, oh, like you never, or you never talked to a guy before. And Jack's like, yeah, if you call, count. Uh, yeah, count the mm-hmm. internet. And he's like, I don't. <laughs> but he said it like, so like, 
ugh. Like, and he's like, I don't. Yeah. It's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. The internet was becoming a thing back then. Yeah. In the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about Henry and Jen. Mm-hmm. And how I don't like Jen in this episode. Mm-hmm. Did you? No, because um, she was kind of starting out what she was doing before with him, and he even Points pointed that out. out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, I've felt bad for Henry because, you know, he really likes Jen. Yeah. Um, And, you know, all she's ever thought of him is this, like, dreamy little freshman. You know, let's be honest. That's what she's thought. And, you know, she really didn't want to be seen with him, right? Right. So she's like, pulled him away. I mean, I think that's what it was. She just didn't want to be seen with him. It's not that it has anything to do with she's pushing him away because she likes him. She doesn't want to be seen with a kid. Because <laughs> he's a little dorky freshman is what yeah. she thinks. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, I love this episode because we get to see more of Henry yeah. and who he is. But my thing like with Jen is she is so wishy-washy. I can't stand her because she... Is the one that okay? Even when we go back to a couple episodes ago, um, when she went to the dance or that party with him and dragged mm-hmm. him along, yeah, as her date, yeah, we learned things about him then, yeah, and she's and she acted like she was all all interested, and then she shut him out. Oh, I don't like you, and then here she's like, well, you didn't tell me, you know. Oh, it was about the. Um, being a vegetarian. Oh yeah. Um, when she like walks up and sees him, that mm-hmm. it was him. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, you," and he's like, "Well, you never asked." Mm-hmm. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. She doesn't ask anything about you. Like, I guess you're just supposed to guess because mm-hmm. she doesn't ask because she didn't care to ask. You right. were just a little dorky freshman, mm-hmm. and she really should have got to know you. Because obviously she would have liked you. And then um, we even then, you know, because then he gets mad at her then. Um, but I, I did think it was funny when he, when she brought up, oh, can you put my tent together? <laughs> and he said, you put up your own damn tent. Yeah. Wrote that down too. I was like, way to go, Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he pointed out too how they hadn't even spoken in the last month and she didn't even notice. No. Because he was like, you didn't even notice that I have been, like, ignoring you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just feel so bad. And yeah, I just feel for Henry. Like, he's just so sweet. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. That's what Jen needs. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's always going after, like, the bad boys and stuff. And, yeah. yes, Dawson wasn't a bad boy, but he didn't have much going on either. Right. Like, Henry is just, like, the sweetest lovable guy mm-hmm. and the fact that that's what she needs i don't care what his age is as long as he's not under 15 yeah <laughs> um where it'd be like really creepy but oh my i just i just can't with jen because now she's realizing all this about him and then when we go to she hears music after jack kicks her out of the tent mm-hmm. um then she sees that he is playing guitar and singing. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, like, ooh, googly. Yeah. I'm like, Jen, get over yourself. Because once again, you didn't want to know anything about the guy, remember? He was just like some little kid after you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what he brings up. And and then, you know, she even kind of like brings up like, well, you didn't really mention that you'd sing and play guitar. But it's like. Again, you didn't want to know anything about him, remember? Mm-hmm. Like, you're so annoying, Jen. Did you love that he, like, yelled at her? Yeah. Yeah, because he was right. She only liked the way that, like, he would look at her and give her attention and talk about her and everything like that, even though she didn't feel the same way about him. She just liked having, like, that validation that she was good enough for someone like him to like her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, because he says, I'm sorry you miss how I looked at you. Mm-hmm. But I don't miss how you never looked at me. Right. Yep. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like that was such. It like hit right in the heart. Yeah. Like he got me. And I feel like the actor's voice kind of matured a little bit since we last saw him, because to me now he sounds like a young um, Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> and he kind of looks like it too. 
Just because that was the hairstyle back then. And he's blonde. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Like if it was like back then, like a few years younger than he was back then, Leonardo. Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. Like a younger brother or something. Yeah, they could play brothers. Um, yeah, I loved that he, because I really didn't think Henry had it in him to stand up to Jen. Because Jen, because remember, he was all like, oh, I'm in love with Jen before he even got to know her. Mm-hmm. Um, and like would follow her around like a little puppy. Mm-hmm. Well, now he finally stood up to her and I'm like, good for you. I love this new Henry. Yeah. And then she did well, it. Well, because oh. she does deserve it. Yeah. After the way she's pulled him around. Mm-hmm. He, she, he, yeah, she deserves getting treated like that. Yeah. And then she did apologize at the end on uh, the next morning and. Um, you know, she said she doesn't know what it's like to be in love like that, but she'd like to. And if there was anyone younger than the other, it would be her. Well, because she's acting so immature. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like when we first met Henry, he was like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, And he couldn't get like the words out because he was all in love with her and blah, blah, blah. Well, now you're right. He definitely has matured. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving every minute of it. See, and it's only been a few episodes. Yeah. Um, so Jack and Jen were going to sleep in the tent together. Yeah, I guess. So I thought it was funny, though, when, um, Ethan's putting up the tent. Do you really think Jack knows how to put up a tent? And that's why they brought Ethan along? No, I don't think so. Because think about Ethan's the one now putting up the tent because Jack stepped away. Yeah. But I thought it was funny when he was like, could you go away for a couple hours and come back at, oh, midnight? Mm-hmm. I was like, Jack. Yeah. And then she's like, better yet, how about I go back home? And pick you up in the morning. Yeah. I was like, good thing. And Jen, I wouldn't want to sleep out in the tent. Mm-hmm. Well, think, well, think about it. There's everybody around. Yeah. And also, okay, so if they're both in the tent, the guys, where is she supposed to sleep? Is she supposed to come back at midnight? Yeah, I don't know. that. But Ethan spent the night in the tent. Yeah, unless they're going to be all cramped together in there. And but... there was only room for barely two of them. Mm-hmm. It was like a one-person tent. Yeah, and only had two sleeping bags, so. So where was Jen supposed to sleep? I know. Like, it's not like she, well, besides for Henry, but there's no way she could have been with him. So she was basically alone. And, <laughs> like, either it was, like, sleep in the car or sleep in the sand. But I don't think Jen has a car. So did Jack drive them then? Jack doesn't have a car they... either. I don't even know how they got there. They did they walk there? Oh, yeah. I think that they all just walk around town. But she said pick you up the next morning. Or does she mean Gramps? I don't know. I don't But it was just weird. I'm like, where's Jen's? Okay, she comes back at midnight. Mm-hmm. Then what? They're sleeping. Then she's still out of mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere to sleep. Yeah. I don't. Do you think the writers picked up on that? No. That they wrote come back at midnight, but then in the morning is when Ethan leaves? No, I guess not. I think it was the dumbest writing because you clearly couldn't tell what you just wrote. Maybe they originally wanted Jen to like spend the night with Henry, but then decided that they weren't going to get along right away. So I don't know. Oh, I just thought it was messed up. I'm like, how do you not? This is the same episode. Yeah. It's not like it, it's been an episode mm-hmm. where you forgot what happened. This yeah. is the same episode. You literally didn't read what you wrote. Aren't you supposed to, like, proofread? Yeah. I'm just saying, not very good. Mm-hmm. And then the whole Dawson and Nikki thing, how um, him and Nikki bond over their parents' divorce. And... Well, yeah, because Joey mm-hmm. was all like, oh, talk to me. Well, mm-hmm. because, okay, so starting with all of that is Dawson and Joey walk in and to an empty living room? Yeah. Is that the living room? Some, yeah. Everything's gone. Right. She literally took everything. I guess everything was hers. <laughs> well, because then she was like, oh, I got it all in the divorce settlement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then one thing I didn't, I did not like about Gail was she said, oh, I wanted to be the one to tell you. You, <laughs> what you mean is, so what I heard from Gail was, because she's very manipulative, ugh, manipulative of Dawson, right? Mm-hmm. Because Dawson has never yelled at Gail. Yeah. It's always Mitch. So my thing was, like, when she said that, I was like, hmm, what you mean is you wanted to get to Dawson first so that you could tell your side of the story, and then he'll be mad at Mitch. Because 
That's what it's always been. Just like when the papers came, he was mad at Mitch because he saw the papers come to Gail. It wasn't like he, you know, it, it, it's always been where he's always on Gail's side because Gail is always the first one to reach out to him, you know, or for him to see what's going on. And so I think that was the thing was, that's how what I got was, no, no, no. You just wanted to be the one to suck up and cry like a baby to Dawson that you're now divorced. Mm -hmm. And then he can take it out on Mitch because that's what he's been doing is taking Gail's side and yelling at Mitch. That's the MO with the two of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's all I heard when she said that. Um, but then Joey was like, oh, how are you feeling? And then what does he say? That um, that he's glad that it's over and done with and that he's just still working on his feelings about it, though. Yeah, and she's like, no, but seriously, like, mm -hmm. how do you really feel? So, yeah, then Joey was mad because Dawson... Wouldn't talk. Yeah, and then he's getting close to Nikki. But the thing is, like, Nikki and Dawson are going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. So you would relate to somebody who's opening up to you about their stuff. Yeah. So I have a question. Why is it Dawson went over to Nikki's slash Principal Green's house? Just to talk about the camera, I guess. Um, I think she already said it straight. She gets the camera for, for four weeks. Yeah. Um, and also, I have another thing with this. Mm -hmm. Does everybody live on the creek? I guess. she Their, their house is, again, on the creek. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, everybody lives on the creek now. Yeah, Dawson um, goes over to tell her that as a principal's daughter, it doesn't give her a right to be rude about, you know, what happened to her with the camera. And, you know, she doesn't get privileges to do this and that. And he said she didn't know he wanted to use the camera, and but he's going to have to get used to her acting like that. So and then that's when Mr. Green walks out and invites Dawson to dinner. Yeah, and, I mean, the look on Nikki's face is like, don't, don't agree, don't agree. But, I mean, mm -hmm. it's his principal. Yeah. And he's sucking up. So what is he supposed to do? Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, I do agree that, again, she's principal's daughter. Mm -hmm. So she's going to get whatever she wants. Yeah. Because teachers are afraid of the principal. Because mm -hmm. the principal can fire them. Yeah. So any teacher is going to be afraid. Mm -hmm. Just like if you're on the school board. People are going to be afraid of, you know, your kids because, you know, they're going to give them whatever they want because they're afraid of losing their job. Mm -hmm. It's all about their job. Yeah. And that's the film class, mm -hmm. even though I do think Nikki's film would be better. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Mr. Green just assumed that Dawson was there at the house to help Nikki with her film. and Instead both, of having his own film. Yeah. And both Nikki and Dawson were like, like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Well, and then like when they're eating or whatever, and it's like awkward mm -hmm. um, because, you know, Dawson is like principal's pet. Mm -hmm. um, but it was weird because like the principal was like, oh, have, you know, you know what Nikki's film is about? And Dawson's like, nope. Mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't really know Nikki was, you know, like making a film. Yeah. And also I thought it was I thought it was funny, though, when. There was like, you know, the awkward tension going on between Nikki and Dawson. And then Principal Green's like, oh, I, you know, you guys are like fast friends or whatever. And it was like, I really wouldn't say they're friends. Yeah. I find it funny. I mean, I hope that they become friends, mm -hmm. you know, because they have a love for film. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe they can make, make a film in the future. I yeah. thought, you know, I think that would be great if Nikki makes a film and Dawson helps. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, he okay. It's you said it's been like four movies that none of them have been good. So I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help Dawson mm -hmm. by giving him someone who is better than him. And I think it's Nikki. What did you think though when she ended up telling Dawson what her movie was about? Um, you know her parents' divorce. Yeah, and then um. Well, no, but what did you think of it? Yeah, I mean it. That was a. That is a great way to really express how you're feeling and to let it out. Yeah, but don't you think that her parents are, you know, because her dad is so proud of her. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that her parents are going to be like, uh, really? Like, you made a, a movie about us? Yeah. Unless she's not really entirely vague 
I mean, unless she is vague with it, so yep. And it's I not obvious. and obviously they are because Principal Green is like all into it. It's like, but it's about you. Yes, yeah, so. and also, I mean, so the movie's about them. So what is she going to do? Lie? It's <laughs> about somebody else. Yeah, I was just like, um, how is your parents going to take the film being about them? Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. But so, what is the advice or whatever that she gives Dawson with his parents? Um, or what they talk about. I just wrote down how that Dawson goes into her room. He goes into her room without permission, first of all. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, awkward. Yeah. So then she sees him and then he's like, well, I wouldn't known you were into film by just looking at your room. Oh, by the way, once again, mm-hmm. invades privacy. Yeah. Dawson yeah. is mm-hmm. a creeper. Yeah. And then Nikki gets completely right on the nail. I don't know how that phrase is. What is it? Right, dead on the nail, something on the nail. Yeah. Anyways, she actually guessed that he has Spielberg related things all in his room, and she's right. But then, um, she says it's silly to only focus on one thing. She likes film because it allows her to explore all the other subjects she's interested in. And if you're only into film, you'll only just be making films about other films. And I feel like that's uh, what Dawson does do. Yeah, but do you think that's true for actual filmmakers? Not. I don't know. I feel like they do get inspiration from other ones, but... But they make unless, it their own. Yeah, unless you count, like, all the remakes and stuff, but I would say not really. Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't... I would say that about Dawson, but I wouldn't say that about every filmmaker. Yeah. Because normally they do... They are inspired by something. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what they make a film about. So, I wouldn't go with... They're making a... The filmmakers just make a film about another film. No, that's... That's actually not, I don't think, what really happens. Yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. And then she asks his feelings about his parents, and he ends up saying that it does sneak up on him sometimes, and that it's a disappointment of being a product of something that didn't work out, and that our parents are primary examples of love, and he guesses his example wasn't strong enough. And that's when he got choked up and has to leave. So I think he was like, actually able to really um, process and identify what his feelings were about his whole parents divorce now so that's why he got overwhelmed and had to walk away well and i think too because joey hasn't been through a divorce mm-hmm. like yeah her dad cheated and stuff but yeah but we don't know if they ever you know officially divorced or got separated or anything no after I mean, her that. dad took care of her mom till the end yeah so. so that's why he went to prison was because he was mm-hmm. selling drugs or whatever but um no, I mean, you know, because Joey has never been through and because he's so close with Joey, talking, actually venting and getting personal to mm-hmm. someone else who's going through it helps. Yeah. It really does. Because sometimes the closest people you can't open up to. Mm-hmm. It happens. It yeah. happens with death. Mm-hmm. You know, when everyone's like, oh, you know, talk to me, talk to me. It's like, but sometimes you need to talk to a stranger. Mm-hmm. And that's where... You're going to find inspiration yeah. and open up and be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I don't always agree that you have to vent to the closest person to you. Yeah. Because sometimes you're, you are you have that act. Like, mm-hmm. I'm strong. I'm strong. I can get through it. I don't, I don't need to talk. Mm-hmm. But really, you do. And I also think having that time between Joey and Nikki, he was able to come to terms with it a little more. Then when Joey's like, right away, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was different than him actually seeing how Nikki was reacting yeah. for him to respond mm-hmm. and actually open up and think of how he's actually thinking. Yeah. Now, if Joey would have given the, him the time, maybe it would have been her. But also, she didn't go through that, so she can't open up the way Nikki can. Mm-hmm. And so I think Nikki was the perfect person to get that out of him. Yeah. And also, he's finally being vulnerable about something. Mm-hmm. And it's not about Joey. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Because all we've ever seen from Dawson is like uh, trying to like be the parent of his parents mm-hmm. and bossing them around. And it's like, no, like, but seriously, like, how are you feeling? So yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I think Nikki's a good fit for Dawson. Me too. And then, so Dawson goes back home and takes down his posters of all the Spielberg movies that he has. And now, Joey... do you think he should have done that? No, that was a bit drastic. 
I mean, every poster he's going to take down just because he likes Spielberg. Mm -hmm. You love Spielberg. You're learning from him. I mean, not a very good job, but you're learning from him. You love his work. So why would you take it down? He's just having like a quarter life crisis right now with his parents' divorce. He isn't like his whole, even though it's a long time coming, his whole life has been like changed. But he took the posters down because Nikki, Nikki said, oh, you're a Spielberg, you know, fan guy. Like, as in your whole identity of film revolves mm-hmm. around Spielberg, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That's his inspiration. Yeah. That's, he watches those movies from Spielberg so that he can make his own. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, Dawson, just, the only thing Dawson needs to do is get better at filmmaking. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's not, it has nothing to do with who he, you know, inspires to be like. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Because Spielberg is great. Yeah. So the fact that she's like downgrading it. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Like, really? Yeah. I don't He's think... like one of the best. Mm-hmm. So that was just weird to me. Yeah. I don't think that's how he's taking it, though. It's just his parents' divorce. He feels like. Yeah, but it came from Nikki. I know. I'm just saying he feels like he has to change. Himself. But she's the one that said it. She's the one that brought it up. So that's where he's getting, tearing everything down and yeah. changing his life all because Nikki brought that up, mm-hmm. which I, again, disagree with. Yeah. Don't. And again, when I did think it was funny when he was like telling Joey, I'm not that, I'm not the same boy that put the posters up. Dawson, you're still the same boy. Yeah. <laughs> you're never going to change. You're always going to be, you're like, he's always in the Dawson bubble. He's never going to change from that. So I don't think that he's all of a sudden a changed person because he talked to Nikki and now his parents are going through divorce and now he's a change. No, you're not changed, Dawson. You actually have to change to change mm-hmm. or, you know, to be changed. And he hasn't. Just because he has one conversation with somebody doesn't mean he's a changed person. Mm-hmm. So, no, you are still the same boy that put up those posters. But, you know, it's just my opinion. I mean, do you think he's the same person? And that yeah. all of a sudden he can, or all of a sudden he is changed? Yeah, mostly, yeah. Now, and then, how did you feel about Joey? Yeah, she called him a sellout because how first he messed with him and now Mickey has made him throw his identity out the window. Well, didn't she say something like a tightrope or something that Eve had on him? Yeah, like, a, like tugging at him. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Now, do you agree with Dawson when Dawson says, how did this turn into all about you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that line. Yeah, because Joey said that, uh, well, she gets mad how Dawson opened up to Nikki about his parents when she tried to have him open up to her earlier. And that Dawson tells Joey how she attacks him whenever he's interested in another girl, but he never acts about AJ. And Joey says him not asking might be worse than attacking. I didn't agree with that. I did think it was funny when he said, Mr. Ivy League. Mm-hmm. I was like, so you do have a nickname for him. Yeah. Like, so you really are against it. Yeah. It's just, you're not saying it. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, guys don't express themselves. So, you know, Joey going off on him about whether it was Eve, or, or no, whether it was Jen, mm-hmm. Eve, or Nikki, mm-hmm. that's, I feel like, what girls mostly do. Yeah, teenage ones at least. They, open they use their words mm-hmm. and lash out where i think guys hold it in mm-hmm. and you know they might be standoff like if, if him and aj are ever in the same room he might be standoffish with them mm-hmm. um so i feel like you know there's that like they're two different people and again girls are different girls will tell you you know mostly what's on their mind mm-hmm. which i think guys don't like yeah teenage ones at least yeah, yeah so it's like no, so for him, he's not going to bring up Mr. Ivy League because that's not what he does. Yeah. Like, he's a guy who doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just start yelling at each other, and Joey tells him out with the old, in with the new, meaning out with her and in with Nikki and Dawson's life. But, so who do you think's wrong, Dawson or Joey? I think Joey did overreact a bit, with the Nikki part at least, about, you know, her replacing Joey and Dawson's life. Because it was just this one topic that he opened up to her about. It wasn't like... His whole life. Yeah, like everything that's happened in the last decade or so. 
with him and Joey was just automatically erased like that. Well, and to, like I think Joey was in the wrong too. Like I agree with her when it comes to like you're throwing your old life away mm-hmm. because of her. Yeah. Like I, I agree with that because he did. He had one conversation with her and he's taking all the bolsters down. Mm-hmm. Like that is dramatic. But I disagree and I think she's wrong for reacting the way she did just because he opened up to Nikki about the, his parents' divorce. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he couldn't talk to you, Joey, because you don't know what it's like. Just like you always say how nobody knows what it's like because, you know, your mom died. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, he could argue you don't. And I kind of wish he would have. Like, you, your parents didn't go through divorce. So you don't know what it's like. Nikki did. Yeah. You know, I feel like, why couldn't he say that? Maybe because he was just too mad that he just... I don't know. He didn't seem like he really wanted to get into it too much. I don't know. But don't you kind of wish he would have because she mm-hmm. was irritating me? Yeah. I was like, please, Dawson, just throw throw it back at her like she does every time to you. Mm-hmm. Whenever she's mad about something, she throws that in your face. Mm-hmm. Like when you're mad at your mom about, you know, cheating, you're, she goes, well, at least you have a mom. Like, that. they're totally different. Mm-hmm. What? Well, you can be mad about your mom cheating. Yeah. You can't. But as a friend, you shouldn't just always throw in, well, at least you have one. So you need to make up. You need to make up just because your mom is gone. Mm-hmm. It's still something big. Right. So again, what he's going through, she doesn't understand. But again, he's not the one in her face and he should have. Mm-hmm. I just wish for like for once he would just throw it in her face. Yeah. Because you know what? She deserved it. Every second of it. Yeah. And then they do make up at the end because she comes back with the John Lennon poster. Okay, so I did find it funny when he shut his window. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, the boy needs to lock it. Yeah. Um, And again, he has no screen on his window. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then all of a sudden he's laying on his bed and 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 then the window's open again. Yeah, I don't know why that was, but... Well, obviously it's because she crawls through the window again. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, seriously... The window is open. Yeah. And also, was that Gail's only scene in this episode? Like, her packing up the house? Yep. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like, I don't know, just kind of like useless for the actress? Like, here's one little scene. We're going to just have you have the empty living room and just say the divorce is final kind of in, in her own way. And then that's it. Yeah, it was just set up for Dawson's whole plot in this episode. I don't know, just, but it was just kind of weird. I'm like, mm-hmm. so she's in one little scene. Yeah. Okay. We could use her for more, but mm-hmm. let's just throw her in for this little scene. Yeah, and then Dawson, um, you know, back in his room, uh, Joey gives him the poster and reminds him that before film he wanted to make music and um, just to remind him that he's not only interested in films and, and that and then she apologizes because she says even when she gets jealous, she still hears him. And he says he hears her too. So Joey tells him it's okay if he doesn't want to share everything with her all the time, but to promise her that he'll keep sharing it with someone. And then um, he asks her to give him a hand to point up the poster. So I thought it was, you know, that was nice of her to say after she calmed down and realized she overreacted. <laughs> after she and, calmed down. Yeah, because, you know, but they were both you know, mad, but she was more well, mad she at him. She started it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that was just nice how she said that you've always walked your own path, Dawson. You just need to widen it a little bit. So, I like that. Yeah. Um. One thing about Jack. Yeah. When In the morning, and I, I guess I really didn't notice it, probably because he had that sweatshirt on or whatever the day before, but he has a lost dog shirt on. Like a, like a picture of a poster of a lost dog? It just said lost dog, and it was a dog. And I was like, why does Jack have a lost dog shirt? Um, I didn't even notice. Like, did it look like a real one or like a, a fake makeup I'm not one? Sure. All I saw was lost dog, and I couldn't bl- Like, it took me out of the scene. Mm. Why does he have a lost dog shirt? I don't know. You always know it's a clothes idea. It, so. it was weird. Yeah. And again, I didn't really notice it before because he had that vest sweater shirt thing on, so I didn't notice it. Yeah. Until the next day. But that was just my thought for Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did we wrap up that one? 
to the Ooh, last so, plot. No, no, not the last. It is the last for this episode, but in my opinion. It's the best one? It's, you know how there's like an A storyline B? Mm-hmm. For me, this, this is a storyline A. Yeah. It's the play. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest thing. Yeah. Even though the title is about the festival. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Festival. I didn't care for the festival, though. Yeah, they didn't really show any of it, so... Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, But anyway, so for me, this was storyline A. Yeah. And uh, it probably, I'm sure, wasn't for... The, I'm sure the storyline for... It was probably... Storyline was probably about Dawson, but you know what? It wasn't for me. Because it's never about Dawson. But uh, let's just talk about the play. What did you think of Andy wanting to be the assistant... Director. Well, it was random. She never really showed interest before. Did uh, you know that in school plays, they let students be assistant directors? No. I mean, I didn't really think about it, but I was like, do they? Hmm? Do they? Because you were in drama. No. I Yeah, I had theater class, and mm-hmm. my teacher was, as you could call a director. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as... There's nobody helping them? Everybody helped. But not like Andy was. No. Or to a small degree. Nobody lost us around but him. Yeah. No, no, no. That did not happen. He didn't didn't ask anyone in the class, anybody want to be my assistant? No, No. it was if he needed something, he was going to ask whoever's around to help. Mm -hmm. And we had like backstage people. Mm -hmm. And then we had the crew or, you know, the cast. Yeah. And like for the first play we did... We were all in it. But if we had a little part, we were backstage, which yeah. I made sure that I was backstage because I didn't want to be in the play. Mm-hmm. Um, So I had like one line. Yeah. But I was in it because it was like a musical. So we were in it a lot of the times because we were singing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were like the townspeople. So we were in it a lot because it was Tom Sawyer. Yeah. But and I was just the village girl. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, we he, there was no such thing as assistant <laughs> director. But I will say. Going to our middle school play, we did have like high schoolers come over and kind of like help with probably, you know, backstage and stuff and sets and all of that because obviously we were too little. Mm -hmm. And and there was two people doing the play. So you may have said one was director and one was assistant. But again, they were both adults. Mm. Okay. yeah. So again, they weren't throwing someone our age yelling or telling us what to do as one of our peers Mm -hmm. that did not happen yeah so for us it wasn't realistic Mm -hmm. i don't know what other schools did i just know for us and they probably did it that way so that our peers couldn't judge us and yell at us right yeah because you know it would have been right yeah yeah it'd have been like andy doesn't like me and andy's you know Mm because andy could have done that yeah if she didn't like somebody so yeah i mean that's probably why they didn't Mm mm-hmm and if, they, think, and if they do, you know, it's some, it's like another teacher or something. It's not, you know. And we did have a parent that was in charge of our wardrobe. But again, she wasn't in charge of the play. Mm-hmm. She was in charge of the wardrobe. And then when it came to like hair and makeup, like everybody kind of like participated and like did each other's. Mm-hmm. So again, it was like a group effort kind of yeah. thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. solely on one student. Yeah. Like. Andy. Because mm-hmm. again, in this play, the whole set designs, mm-hmm. it's like, what, Andy? Yeah. What? Again, that wouldn't be realistic because for us, it was always like a team effort. And then again, our teacher was in charge of if it, if it looked right or not. So right. it was never up to truly one person, mm-hmm. our peer. Yeah. But I did think it was funny when she ran up to the teacher. And again, new teacher and one, another old guy. Um, Mr. Broderick. What was his name? Broderick. Broderick. Yeah. I just kept saying the or teacher. Or Mr. B. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Teacher. Um, so his, he just became the teacher. Um, but he, it was funny though, because Andy was like going on and on about the play. And he was like, okay, you want to be the lead? Like he wasn't listening to Assuming, anything. Yeah. Because she did say assistant director. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't listen to words she said. And then he took the paper from her mm-hmm. and walked away. I was like, well, he's yeah. sweet. And then, like, he said, why didn't you just say so? 
She was doing that the whole time. <laughs> she was doing was talking. Yeah. But I just, I can't believe that he's the director teacher person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it doesn't really seem like a theater person. Right. And he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't seem like he likes any of the students. Yeah. And one of the smart students you're being mean to. So, again, lousy teacher alerts going on between Mr. Peterson, this one, you know, Nikki. We really haven't seen a good teacher on this show. Miss Jacobs was bad. It's like, can we get a good teacher? Yeah. Because this show isn't showing any good ones. Okay. What did you think of the auditions before Mr. Pacey showed up? Really bad. Okay. When the teacher says, um, I'm starting to get a migraine, mm-hmm. I was laughing. I was like, so am I. These auditions are terrible. Yeah. Did it remind you of Dawson's auditions? Yeah, for the most part. But um, it just reminded me too, general in general, um, other movies like High School Musical, Pitch Perfect with their auditions because they're all bad as well. So like some were just overdramatic, some... We're just like monotone, like weren't giving enough energy. So just all over the scale of talent and no talent. Well, isn't it always kind of funny? Because like for like High School Musical, when they had the callbacks, Mm -hmm. if everybody was so bad, why do you need a callback? Well, no, because callbacks, um, the callbacks were with, uh, you know, Sharpay, Ryan and Troy and Gabriella because they were good. They need to re-audition again to compare. They were all playing different people, though. No, they were going for the same lead roles. Well, how would we know? They never finished that. They never finished it. It was like Dawson's Creek. They don't finish a thing. Yeah, we didn't actually see the play that they were auditioning for. I thought it was funny. There was like this thing on Facebook or Twitter or something that I saw, and it was like, it's called High School Musical, but they never actually showed us the musical or finished it or anything. It was the callback, and that was it. And I was like, no, when you actually think about it, it's actually true. Yeah, I saw that a while back, too. I was like, why would you call it High School Musical and you don't even finish it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's kind of like all Dawson's movies, though. Mm-hmm. Don't actually get to see the finished product. Nope. Only glimpses, if anything. Yeah. So then the teacher is... Okay, so Andy. Little Miss Andy. She's in there all interested because this guy gets up there and just starts... Doing so much of a decent job. Yeah. And... Do you think she was all interested because she liked the guy? Like, she thought he was cute? Because all of a sudden, she, like, perked right up. No, I think because he was the least bad out of all of them that she's seen so far. And I think he's probably the last one auditioning. That's why she was, like, so determined to let him, you know, be the the lead or whatever. But, you know, the director was like, oh, I have somebody else in mind. So she was just nervous that what, you know, what the director had in mind was just going to be worse than everybody that they've already seen so yeah so the teacher was like oh i have someone already in mind you know he's like funny um deplorable Mm -hmm. um and the student the student's ethics are like of a billy goat i was like what 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 and then of course it's pacey and i'm like i I can't Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i have no words for that comment do you no, I don't even know what it means. Me? That was my question to you. What does all that mean? That he's just fine and everything else. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Because <laughs> he's talking about Pacey. Mm-hmm. Pacey is funny, yes, but none of those other things. Mm-hmm. Talking about, like, his ethics. Yeah. I don't think he even knows Pacey that well enough he to doesn't even because determine that. Pacey is always, like, when it comes to like, his moral ethics, they're mm-hmm. always in the right place. Yeah. If he does something bad, he always has a reason. It's not he's just like some stupid kid. Mm-hmm. His morals are always right. Yeah. So I did not agree with that. I mean, what, because he's funny and doesn't do his homework? Who cares? Right. It doesn't mean that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Andy doesn't like this, and she tries to get Pacey to quit. And then she tries to quit. But then, you know, Pacey wouldn't let her because he says that they need, need her, you know, because... Mr. B just kind of ditches rehearsal, so she has to lead it and do all the work. And then he comes back, takes the credit for how good the students are and everything. Oh, so you're skipping a whole bunch. Yeah, I know. I was like, 
turnaround, but um, during the rehearsal that he missed. Yes. So first, though, they're going through the run through and the teacher is telling Pacey how to do it. Mm-hmm. And you like to be like dramatic or whatever. And then Andy is like, no, like you're playing it good. And then he's like telling Andy, the teacher is like, oh, no, like listen to me. And then, you know, at that one point, he told um, Andy to basically don't think or something like that. Mm-hmm. He sees a look on his face yeah, because he's so protective of her mm-hmm. that even though he's the ex, he was like, no, 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 no. You're not going to talk about her like that. Mm-hmm. And so he he did it all dramatic, but he did it the way that the teacher didn't really like and I thought it was funny because he did it on purpose. Yeah. Because Andy starts laughing. Mm-hmm. And he did it because the teacher, he did not like how the t- teacher was treating Andy. And it was nice to see. Yeah. Um, And also then the teacher's late. So Pacey was like, oh, like, let's, you know, Andy, you know, you can be in charge and, you know, direct. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's when the teacher comes in and takes the credit. And I'm like, what is up with this teacher taking the credit? I know. He was... Not his ideas. And the whole time, Pacey is like, he's like, no, Andy did this. Andy was here. Andy, Andy, Andy. And he, the guy just hears none of it. And that's the thing. If you hear none of what Pacey is saying, how could you even judge Pacey? You don't even know him because you, anything he does say, you clearly don't listen to. Mm-hmm. So basically, whatever you say about anybody is meaningless. Yeah. Because you don't hear a word anybody says. Mm-hmm. And then even like, wasn't it like the set? drawing or something and he was like oh who did this and then it was like oh andy and he's like oh i did such a good job or whatever and he's like oh i love that i did this it was like but once again you didn't do anything Mm -hmm. you barely showed up yeah well it was the set design too he um and he said that he wanted it to be simple and he says well he changed his mind and to change it but you know it's kind of last minute so she tries to tell him that it's too late he just tells her to just follow orders yeah, I did not like that. And then yeah. that's when she runs out. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Pacey goes after her. Now, did yeah. you like that he went after her? Yeah. Um, it reminded me of the time when, um, at the election, and he did the same thing when Abby was talking about her mom. And I will say that when Pacey and Andy are going back and forth about quitting, mm-hmm. Andy was being mean because Pacey literally just said in that part when, you know, she was like, well, you quit. And he said but I'm going to get a C for this. And C is obviously a passing grade. We all know that. So, and Andy was always so concerned about his grades, right? Yep. So why would she say, no, quit, even after he says that he's going to get a C? She still tells him to quit. Just because she doesn't want to be. I don't care. Yeah, I know. If you care at all about him, as you claim you're in love with him, remember the past, Couple episodes, remember? She said she was all in love with him, trying to get him back. Why would you want him to quit? He is going to pass whatever grade or whatever class this is. You should be happy. Yeah, well, she says she joined. And I don't care. What she, okay, who's more important in this? Pacey's grade or Andy trying to get away from Pacey? Yeah, she's just thinking of herself right now. I know, but for you, what is more important? Pacey passing or Andy keeping herself away from Pacey? Which oh, yeah. one's more important? Of course, Pacey is. Okay, then she should shut up. Like, she's wrong in this. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's wrong? Yeah, like I said, she's just being selfish because she's using the play to get over Pacey. That's why she doesn't want to see him. But you should quit. No, I'm right. with him. Like, if mm-hmm. it's such a big problem, because Pacey's not having a problem with yeah. her being around. Mm-hmm. So I agree. If if I'm not having a problem and you are, then you should quit. Mm-hmm. I agree with him. Yeah. And then at the rehearsal, too, um, when Mr. B isn't there, you see a quick cameo by somebody that was from another 90s show. Yes. Minkus. Mm-hmm. Lee Norris. Yeah. I thought he would actually have more speaking lines than that because I feel like he would have been like a... Because he went from playing Minkus. Yeah, like he would have been had a bigger role in the show, but it was just that one scene I think he said something. Mm-hmm. We don't even like know what character he was playing. It's just Yeah, he was just like a Corey. student. Yeah. He's like student one or something. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to see him again in something. Mm-hmm. And then, because this was, I mean, it was obviously filmed in the 90s and aired in 2000, but it's the 2000 now. Yeah. <laughs> well, because remember, he came back for the episode in 
don't ask me what season of Boy Meets World when they graduated. It was a great. I don't, know, I don't even know five. either. But when they graduate, and then they're like, "Oh, where have you been?" Yeah, it's like the other side of school. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, and then um, too, we forgot to mention that Jack and Jen do end up catching up at the end of the festival, and they, you know, Jack talks about Ethan, and Jen doesn't say she talked to Henry, but she gives little hints at it. So I was kind of surprised she just didn't tell him. Well, she said. Well, he said. Is it someone that I know? Yeah. Because he's like, what's changed since we talked last? Mm-hmm. And she, and then she said, maybe, you know, maybe it's somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do agree, going back to the Henry and Jen, mm-hmm. I do agree that when, um, and I think it was like him, Henry that said, um, like about how she, Jen doesn't know him. Yeah, well, I think we've established, you know, Jen doesn't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was kind of surprised that the play was lasting more than an episode two. Because at the end, we just know that they're Indian, Casey Bolstein. Yeah, I thought like we would have like seen them put on the show or not. So I mean, I wish this episode just was about the play. Yeah. Because that was more interesting than everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have easily done that if they wanted and, like, everybody else, like, help on the crew doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dawson could be filming it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good place for him to be, right? Yeah, or else I'm thinking that he probably would have ended up making Andy mad trying to direct the thing, too. So mm-hmm. Yeah, they both could have been. Then the teacher really would have been mad mm-hmm. having another student telling yeah. him what to do. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the whole episode. Yep. Yeah. Um, so what is your highs and lows? Um, The low is just... um. Jen, you know, trying to like kind of play with Henry again, and and then the high would be um, like Pacey really getting into the acting that he was kind of forced to do for his grade, you know, because he he is you know funny, so he can probably use that towards oh, you something. Think he's funny. Yeah, huh. I've said that before with his remarks. Hmm. I love him. Um, mm-hmm. so for me, the high would be the play. Um, the low would be, honestly, what was happen- happening at the storyline A, which for them was the Cape Fest. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happened. Right. The only thing I liked was that I got to see Henry playing a guitar and singing. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I could have I, I could have had all that cut out. It was all meaningless to me. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they should have shown at least one actor that was supposed to be there. So. And not Henry. Like, yeah. I loved that we got to see that. Yeah, it was just like a camping episode for them, really. Right, but it was just so stupid. And it, and again, it wasn't the... I would have loved a whole camping episode of the whole cast camping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it have been more fun to have the whole group camping and then they all start fighting or something? Like, yeah. Having that drama instead of two, two out of the six are going camping. Mm-hmm. And then we have, again, they're all split with storylines. We have these two. Then we have Andy and Pacey on their storyline of the play. play. And then we have Dawson, Dawson and, and Nikki. But then we have Joey having a small, the smallest part of the mm-hmm. show, which is being mad. Uh, again, they're all broken up. All of, like all three of these storylines could have been three different episodes. Yeah, they could have been, yeah. Why didn't they do it that way? I don't know, maybe they had more planned after this and wanted to keep Yeah, this. I know what's happening. It's boring. So why couldn't you just, you know, again, we I didn't need the camping one where they camp out for the fest. Mm-hmm. Give me something to watch. Maybe I would have liked it better. But for me, that was storyline C. Mm-hmm. Can you believe I actually like Dawson and Nikki's better than I liked uh, the fest? No. Christ. But nothing happened. Yeah. And again, I didn't like how Jen was treating Henry, so I didn't care for any of it. Yeah. And we got nothing resolved between Jack and Ethan. Right. I learned nothing. Except just being friends, but that wasn't really... What Jack wanted. Yeah. So it's like I learned nothing from that either. Mm-hmm. It was all pointless. Yeah. I feel like theirs was the filler, even though it was supposed to be probably the biggest story. For me, it was the filler story. Mm-hmm. Um. So what would you rate it? Like a seven. Me too. Um, then your best and worst. Best is Henry. What? Yeah, just you didn't cause... pick Pacey. 
No, I just because like, you said he was your high. Yeah, but I just like seeing Henry stand up for himself to Jen about everything, and then the same plotline. But Ethan as the worst because he was just straining along Jack the way he was, and then just end up wanting to be friends at the end. So, hmm. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. And yours? I'm shocked. <laughs> um, for me, the worst was the teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. I could not stand that. The way he was treating Andy, and then what he said about Pacey, and then taking all the credit for the whole play. Oh, no, no, no. And yes, there's some people that I didn't like, Ethan, Joey. But no, the teacher takes all the credit <laughs> for the worst. Um, And then for me, the best was Henry. I loved, because, okay, Henry just loves Jen, right? And so to see him stand up to her, which I never thought he would do, and then... Obviously, at the end, he has to, you know, make up with her because Henry can't stay mad at her, um, even though I wanted it to go on a little longer. But I just loved it because he finally stood up to her. I loved it. And you know what? He had every right to everything he said was I agreed with. There was nothing he said that I didn't agree with. And he's just so sweet. So for me, he outshined everybody in this episode. Can't believe I didn't say Pacey. Yeah, a little bit. What I mean, what really did he do? I mean, he tried standing up for Andy, but that was it. I mean, I had Henry out shining. Then he was singing, and I was just all into him in this episode. Mm-hmm. All right, so what is the next episode called? Episode 12, A Weekend in the Country. Hopefully it's better than this one. Yeah, almost sounds like another camping episode. <laughs> right? In, in, or what is it? Mm. Weekend in the Country. Yeah, we can do the country, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just I just want to wish everyone, and I'm sure you do too, a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Yes, and we will see you next time. Yep, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Duo Chat. If you want to chime in with your opinion about the episode and the show we discussed, you can email us at duochatpodcast at gmail.com. And to keep up with updates about the podcast, you can follow us at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Duo Chat Podcast. And give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We would really appreciate it.